It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon, c'est mon nom français. Simon, it's my name in French. Because that's where I'm from originally. Uh, but I've been here 22 years, and if you're joining the show, thanks for bearing with me for my thick accent. Because I've taken many, many, many English classes in the last whew, 11 years with my wonderful teacher, Veronica, here in the Midwest, every Sunday actually at Barnes and Nobles, to improve my pronunciation with a lot of tongue twisters <laughs> to be able to do a show that you can understand. So hopefully you do. And if you do, uh, hey, thank you so much for all the voicemails, by the way, and the email and all the DMs I get from you all the time at Rendezvous Radio. And if you have a question for me now about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kimberly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kimberly. What's going on with your boyfriend and his family? Well, it's a newer relationship, Simon. We've been together for almost three months. And mm -hmm. I just met his family for the very first time. And mm -hmm. during dinner, some comments were made that had a little bit of a racist kind of vibe, you know, mostly by his father. And oh, no. I'm actually multi-race. My father's uh -huh. black. My mom is white. Um, uh -huh. I'm very light-skinned, though. So if I didn't tell somebody that, they would just assume, you know, that I was white, that I was Caucasian. And this was just a couple weeks ago, and we haven't really talked about it since then. I, I just need help. Yeah. I need guidance on how to handle what, what's happened now. Sure, I'm sorry it happened. When that happened, what did he say to his parents? Did he defend you or did he just, you know, or even, you know, fought against racism? What was his reaction? I think he just kind of like shrugged it off and kind of tried to change the subject. I see. Um, in your intuition, do you think there's a future now that that has happened with a guy in a family like this? What's your intuition about this? Is it a deal breaker or not? You know, I think my intuition is to do what I've been avoiding and, you know, bring it up and have a talk with him about what happened, how it made me feel, because mm -hmm. maybe if I bring it up and talk with him about it, like he might be able to offer more information, you know, like maybe okay. he's embarrassed by his father. Maybe his father is racist and maybe he doesn't know how to handle it. Here's my advice. Um, yes, you should talk about it. And any time in the future, if ever something like this happens, just stop the conversation right there with everybody and say, listen, my dad is African-American. Imagine he's at the table with us. Now, how would you feel? All right? Bring your dad into the conversation so that they understand racism is absolutely intolerable. You will not tolerate any of it. And yeah. if, if your boyfriend has a problem with it, then... He can find somebody else because, you know, I wouldn't stand for it. You, yeah. You know, you, I don't want you to, like, pretend it was just, okay, or humoristic. Right. It's a form of hate. So we don't want hate. So racism has to stop anywhere it starts, like a bad mushroom. You've got to cut it off. So mm -hmm. talk to your boyfriend. Explain what I said about what if your father was here and, uh, you know, and you're proud of your heritage. And therefore, this is the last time it ever happens. Tell him to tell his dad. If it happens again, you take care of it yourself. Yeah. Great, great Proudly. advice. Thank you so much. You got it, Kimberly. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer Preston's email 
because he started to see a girl and she did something a little bit awkward, I must say. He doesn't know what to do about that, so I'm helping him. Next. So I got this interesting question from Preston, who sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com, going, Simon, the girl I've been seeing showed me a picture on her phone and then I saw that she had screenshots of me from my Instagram in her camera roll, but I didn't even give her my Instagram handle. So now I'm questioning if I should keep seeing her or is she a crazy stalker? What would you do in my situation? Please advise. That's a good question, Preston. What should you do if the person you just started to see just out of the blue show you a picture uh, on her phone and she has screenshots from your Instagram but you never gave her the handle? What would I do in your situation? I'll tell you that next. Question for you. What would you do if you were in Preston's shoes? He's been seeing this girl and then out of the blue she showed him a picture on her phone from his Instagram, except Preston never gave her yet the Instagram handle. Obviously, she's found it, she stalked it, she, you know, um, screenshot some of the pictures and just is excited to show him. But do you think she's a crazy stalker or do you think it's okay? What would you do? Well, I would be a little surprised like you, Preston, about that. Um, she's definitely big time after you. But in this day and age, I must tell you, get used to it, buddy, because the, the social media is like a big brother's watching you 24-7. So I don't think it's a deal breaker. I just think that she, she's really into you and she will give you no breaks. Mark my word, no breaks. Now you decide if you can handle it and she's worth it or not. And that's your decision. As for me, you call that next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Janaline. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? I know you have a question for me. How can I help you? My question is, how do you know when it's time to leave your marriage? Hmm. And what makes you feel the time is now? I feel like we're always arguing, and every time we get into a disagreement, it leads to a fight. It's every day, and I just want to know, how do you know when it's time to, like, give up? Do you guys have kids? No, not yet. Good. Well, listen, here's how it goes. If you feel your life without your husband would be a much better life, or a better life, and, you know, you are ready to move on, then it's absolutely your right to do so. So I would follow my intuition. It is, and when we don't have kids, you know, we can dissolve a marriage like a breakup. For me, the big difference is being parents more than being, you know, married. Because being married, you can divorce, everything moves on, and kids are not affected. They're not here. So my advice to you, is to ask yourself, are you ready? And will you miss him? So are you ready to leave him? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, then... Stay with him. Like I said, it's your decision, but you have to always follow your intuition. You know, it's like when women don't know, they should listen to their intuition and, and talk to themselves like they were their own mother. What would I say to my daughter if she was me and I would tell my own mother what my situation is? And then you always do what that answer is, okay? Wow. Thank you. 
you are welcome. Stay strong and remember, you are free to start a relationship and to be married, but you're equally free to end the relationship and have a divorce. Because remember, when you don't have kids, it doesn't matter. Thank you so much, Simon. There's been many, many talks about, you know, when you're married and you say, you know, I do. Is that forever or is it not? Is it something that we should question later on if we're unhappy? I want to give you my two cents on this, my, what I've learned from life. That is coming up next. Do you consider marriage like a, a sacred um, contract between two of you? And then if you are married, well, then, you know, you wonder, should I leave? Should I not leave? Do I have a right to leave? I said I do. You know, and when you say I do forever, rain or shine, you know, for worse and better and all of that, which is wonderful. Wonderful. My parents have been married 57 years. Uh, but here's the thing. That's what I've learned from them, actually. We all have the right to start a relationship. We all have the right to end a relationship any day we wish to. Except when we have kids. Then it's a different story. We're talking about parenting. But if you don't have kids, and I'm very strong on this. You may disagree. I'll put it on my social media, see how you feel about it. But... Whether you are married or not, whether you are engaged or not, whether you are just together forever, the only thing that should make you stay together is that life together is better than life alone. Because you have one life, so you should enjoy it. And what happens if you don't follow this advice? Now, let me share a story coming up next. So, I have a story for you about, you know, why sometimes it would be better to leave the marriage and stay. I have a friend of mine. And he's passed away now. He, he, was, he passed away a couple of years ago. He was 87. And he stayed married for years. And then at the end, she passed before him. I realized he was not sad. And then I said, you know, Henry, his name was Henry. I said, Henry, you're not sad? He said, no, I'm relieved. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'll tell you, Simon, you know, my parents told me, you know, divorce was a shame. But I've spent, you know, almost 50 years pretending. He said, you know, we felt bad for each other. We didn't know we could. Because we said, I do. He said, Simon, mark my word. And that's him also kind of teach me that lesson. Life is too short to stay unhappy. They had no kids together. He said, what have I done of my life? It was too late. So, I know many people are happily married and that's wonderful. But if you're not, if you don't have kids, take your suitcase and run out and start another life. Otherwise, it will be too late. You don't want to do like Henry and realize it was too late. That's my advice from him. Dear Henry, I miss him. Good friend of mine. Good lesson of life. You call the next. Bonjour, Shannon. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Bonjour, bonjour. I'm good. What's going on with your boyfriend? Well, um, I've been dating my boyfriend for a little under a year, and um, he does a lot of things for me. You know, he's always doing acts of service for me to show me how much he cares, but my love language is more... Um, words of affirmation, and I don't know how I can ask him to do that for me without sounding like I'm fishing for compliments. I understand, but he doesn't do that at all? Not really. He doesn't say, I love you. He doesn't say, you look pretty today. You don't, you know, he doesn't say any of that. He just, he doesn't. Hmm. Now, tell me the reason why you, you love this man. What is he bringing into your life? He makes me laugh, and, you know, he likes a lot of the same things I do, and it's just pleasant to be around him. It's so wonderful. Okay. Do you feel uncomfortable having the conversation about, you know, there's five languages of love and the words of affirmation for me are very important. Um, do mm -hmm. you feel uncomfortable having this conversation with him? 
Yeah, but I don't want to sound like I'm fishing for compliments. Like, you have to compliment me every day. It's not that. It's just I want to hear, you know, where we are in our relationship. But you wait know, a minute. That's a different thing. The where we are is where we're going, mm -hmm. right? Is that, is that what you mean? Like, where we are in terms of where we're going? Or, yes. Okay. So, okay. So, that's a different thing than words of affirmation, the, where we, the, the, the compliment. So, where would you like it to go? I would like to move in together at some point. Sure. I brought it up, but he he kind of shies away from it. But I got a, I got a question for you. Why would you want to move in with somebody who doesn't tell you beautiful, who doesn't tell you he loves you, who doesn't make you feel good? Why would you want to move in with a man like this? That's a good question. It would be a risky bet that I would not recommend to move forward with anything for now until we have resolved this first issue or words of affirmation. So first, you can have a conversation about how, you know, the way you want to be loved is this way. If he doesn't change, you can move on, don't stay with him. If things change for the okay. better, you can guys move in together. But I recommend this next year be a year of uh, realization whether he's the man for you or not. The goal is happiness, first and foremost. The, the goal is to feel good together. But if he doesn't mm -hmm. say, I love you, if he doesn't say, you're beautiful, you're charming, either he doesn't think it is, or he doesn't know how to say, I love you, or he doesn't know how to compliment. And so I would not recommend you to move in with somebody who can't say those things to you. I really wouldn't. Okay. That's very wise. I know I sound like a Debbie Downer tonight saying that, but it will protect you to ask yourself that question. Mm -hmm. Thank so, you. You're welcome. Best of luck, Shannon. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you. You too. I mean, maybe it's just me, but would you want to move in with somebody who doesn't make you happy? Like my last collection, I was like, you know, he doesn't tell me I love you, but I still want to move in with him. Let's talk about it next. You know, my last caller, Shannon, asked me, Simon, you know, my, my boyfriend doesn't give me words of affirmation, you know, in the five languages of love. Words of affirmation is, is one of them. Like you say, I love you, you're beautiful, you make my life better. He never said anything nice to her really like that. So she said to me, but also I don't know where this is going. I want to move in with him. And then I said to her, and I'm, I'm asking you too, maybe it's just me, but would you want to move in and live with somebody who doesn't know how to tell you I love you? who doesn't know how to tell you you're beautiful, who basically doesn't make you happy, yet Shannon was still, you know, considering it. I had to work hard for the convincer not to. And so, really, there's something on my mind, like a red flag, that's, I guess, for me, for you, for, for anyone, that if after a year together, you're not really happy together, just a year, please don't move in together. Even if you lease her up, save yourself the drama. Really? Life is too short. So, because you want to know, you know, if, if, if you don't respect yourself, what's going to happen? I'm, I'm going to tell you that next. You know, I promised you something on this show is, is not to do like me, do better than me. And, and I mean it. That's the point of this show. That's why I do the rendezvous with you. To learn from each other. And I'm not ashamed of all the mistakes I've made. And I think that once you compromise yourself by ignoring your feelings, ignoring your heart, ignoring the universe also, like... My last caller, Shannon, she told me, I'm still shocked that she was thinking about, I would like to move in with somebody, her boyfriend, who didn't know how to say I love you. I'm still upset about it because I don't want you to move in with somebody who can't tell you I love you. Please spare yourself the misery to be living with somebody who can't say I love you and you're beautiful once in a while. 
Oh my goodness, makes me sad. I mean, really, you cannot betray yourself. You've got to do good for yourself first. And if your partner doesn't make you feel happy, please don't think about moving in together because that's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to do good by you and be happy. One life. That's all we have. I'm serious. You call the next. If you want to share a personal story that happened to you, very romantic and positive, I need it. I think we all need it. So please call me at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. So I understand you have a romantic story and I can't wait to hear it. What happened? I do. Um, so I, I dated this guy in high school and on our first date, which was many years ago, let's say 14 years ago, and on our first date, he showed up and he gave me one red rose and it was really romantic. And I kind of, I always saved it. Um, wow. And then we dated various other people. And then recently we just reconnected and it was so sweet. He showed up to the date with 14 red roses, which is the 14 years we've been apart. And now oh, we're back I like together. that. I like that. How did that make you feel? It was, it was amazing. I'm, I'm super happy. Listen, th this is pretty rare. Are you going to make some uh, of my listeners jealous? Because that, that, that doesn't happen too often. And I hear some wonderful stories that I think is, is this is a romantic man in his core. I, just think about those details. Because romance is in the detail, not just a great gesture, not just, you know, Valentine's Day. It's really, Jen, it's in those moments when a man or woman, they think about each other in advance and do things like this. I love it. So thank you so much for sharing. And, and yeah, uh, so enjoy much. together. I'm, I'm glad you were united. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Let's finish with this key question. Do you feel guilty when you turn your partner down for the ooh-la-la? Let's talk about that next. Be honest. Do you feel guilty when you turn your partner down for the ooh-la-la? I mean, who hasn't? Me. I don't remember turning a girlfriend down for the ooh-la-la. So far. So far. Not wanting to sound, you know, too confident. Anyway, I uh, posted that question on my social media, at Motive Radio. 61% of you voted, yes, I have. Felt guilty when I turned down a partner for the ooh-la-la. 39% said, no, I don't feel guilty when I turn my partner down for the ooh-la-la. And there's no guilt to have. Uh, really, it is what it is. You feel it, you ooh-la-la. You don't feel it, go to sleep. That's how it goes. Uh, or just listen to my show. This is almost as exciting and fun. <laughs> Anyway, what a wonderful night tonight. Thank you for being with me, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.